Hello everyone and welcome to No Wrestling. It's me here as usual, Mark Sylvester. And what I wanted to do today guys is, as it's 20 years this week since the end of WCW and its final ever Nitro, what I wanted to do for this massive milestone is to do a watch along of this particular episode. Now basically what it is, is I was thinking about doing also as well the Raw itself too, with like the simulcast Raw to kind of do it in a different thing, but I thought actually I'd rather just focus on itself, the WCW Night Show, because this one was such an iconic show, it's such a historic show that I wanted to give it justice. And so with that being said guys, let's begin the watch long then, yeah? So basically on the WWE Network, if you live over here in the UK, we still have the WWE Network, unlike what we have on the Peacock Network in America. So I'm not sure if you can watch it potentially on it at the moment. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I have no idea because I don't have the American one. So you go on to in-ring, WCW, not, uh, Monday Night Nitro, then you go to 2001 and it's WCW Monday Nitro, March 26th, 2001. So with that being said, guys, please enjoy my watch along of WCW Monday Night Nitro from March the 26th, 2001, the Night of Champions, the final ever episode of Nitro. Imagine that. Me, Vince McMahon. Imagine that. Here I am on WCW television. How can that happen? Well, there's only one way. You see, it was just a matter of time before I, Vince McMahon, bought my competition. That's right. I own WCW. So therefore, in its final broadcast tonight on TNT, I have the opportunity to address you, the WCW fans. I have an opportunity to address you, the WCW superstars. What is the fate of WCW? Well, tonight, in a special simulcast, you'll all find out. Because the fate, the very fate of WCW is in my hands. Let's begin then, shall we? So to begin with, you have the logo coming through with the new one that they did that started, I think, believe it was back in 1999, possibly. And then you have Vincent Mann talking to the entire crowd. About him buying out this competition, which... Let's listen to the promo. That's right. I own WCW. So therefore, in its final broadcast tonight on TNT, I have the opportunity to address you, the WCW fans. I have an opportunity to address you, the WCW superstars. What is the fate of WCW? Well, tonight, at a special simulcast, you'll all find out. Because the fate, the very fate of 
And I think this was the most crazy thing about it is the fact that this happened and his intro as well was just terrible. But going back to the Vince McMahon promo, it's crazy that for so many years since the mid to the late 80s when it then became WCW through the selling of Jim Crockett to Ted Turner to it then become fully WCW and then, then in 95 you had Nitro, 98 you had Thunder I believe it was 98 or 97. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sure it's 98. Uh, that basically, um, it was so crazy that for 83 weeks in a row, WCW was winning and then it was just doing so bad in 99, 2000 and 2001. And then with this show being the last ever night show, and you can see here the amazing pyro going off because it's the last ever night show because I want to make it look special. Also, you can hear Tony Schiavone like, mentioned the whole thing he can't believe it that WCW has been bought out because for, for so long they were the main competition to the WWF and it's mad just to see that with the WWF buying them out for a couple million which is mad because at the time the guy who ended up taking over through the AOL Time Warner merger kind of thing didn't really like wrestling and then basically turned it off and as WCW didn't have any TV no one else wanted to buy them and Vince McMahon was like I'll buy them and he bought them for a couple million. And as you can see here, the Knight of Champions. And the one thing as well though, they mentioned all five titles are on the line, but the thing with this is the music to this is just so bad. But I'm still glad they still have the old school like 95, 96 like Nitro things come out with the names and stuff. Another, another fact as well that Scott Hudson was calling him Mr. McMahon because he wanted to impress Vince as much as he could. Because obviously... And at the time as well, they recently included in WCW the WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship. So you have one of them and, and it's just really, really cool just to kind of like see as well like a raucous and passionate crowd here as well because it's during... Um, spring break and you see them in like Panama Beach of like uh, the beach and the um, like a pool around them to kind of add a different feel to it as well and then you have ah oh, Ric Flair coming out to give a, to give his promos very famous promo Ric Flair's so good, I love Ric Flair, he's amazing. One of my all-time favourite wrestlers ever. So, so good. And you can see the crowd in there, on their chest having WCW. You can see just where they are and stuff with the pool behind them and everything. It's so, so cool. I love this, I love the feel of this. It's very different to um, other, like, uh, wrestling shows because that's what WCW used to do they like to do things with certain shows that they used to like it where they would actually have like a different atmosphere different look to their shows rather than just always being in an arena which is quite cool to see now you've got Ric Flair come back to do a promo but we're listen to it but also it was really interesting because there was talk about the last week that someone's brought out WCW 
that they were like so surprising that it was Vincent Mann who bought us out but let's enjoy this amazing promo <laughs> I love I love the names he was saying and then he was just running with Bagwell and I'm like I love Bag- Buff Bagwell and all but he isn't that great really but it's just amazing just how good a promo he is and just how passionate and serious he is as well you can see in his face with everything else he's just an amazing amazing promo one of the best of all time That's quite crazy. He said to hear 14-time world champion when he went back to the WWF, WWE. He then became, I'm up in a 16-time world champion where technically he's actually a 21 or 22-time world champion. There's been a few other title wins like in North Korea and Japan and stuff that they didn't include on the official record even though technically he would be a higher-time world champion. I love I love that sign that which went by saying Bischoff Subway's hiring. Brilliant. Oh, I love this Rick Flair bouncing across the ropes. It's amazing. I love it. Oh, my God. Just look at the fashions of the crowd, the bright colours, the hat like Red Durst and stuff. <laughs> I love this promo. My bloody hell. Look at that sign. McMahon is Satan. Jesus. I love this promo because he's also putting over, even though it's been a war and even though the head office has always been about 
WCW versus the WWF. He's, he's saying that actually it's all to do with the boys, all to do with the guys in the back, all to do with the wrestlers that actually, yeah, it's all well and good when it comes to the two companies against each other. Actually, if you think about it, it's, it's actually the wrestlers which why um, WCW became so popular and also as well with through the blood, the sweat, the tears that the company and the wrestlers have done for the company that actually, you know... He's like basically saying here that actually you weren't there for us and stuff. You just used us to make you popular, and then as soon as you weren't doing it properly anymore, you only had you only had your particular favourites and stuff. And you can see the sort of like the shootness of it, but also the seriousness and the passion that you can see through Ric Flair here. It's an amazing promo, and you can see in that ball Vince sucks. Brilliant, I love it. I love this as well. Him putting over Sting as well. I love this as well. He's like, say my grace, opponent ever is Sting. And he's like putting over, they're going to have one final time in the ring on the final Nitro. Let's, like they did on the first ever Nitro, let's do Sting versus Ric Flair. Brilliant. I love this as well. Oh, I love Rick Flair. That's that's a brilliant sign. Vince first the XFL, now WCW, because it shows just how when Vince tried to get to the XFL like up and running and stuff, is how it wasn't that popular and stuff. And like, yeah, brilliant. And then you got next is the title versus title for Booker T versus Scott Steiner for the WCW World Championship and the WCW US Championship. Oh my god, this Slim Jim of Ah oh, Miss Old Macho Man, he was brilliant. Ah, oh, amazing. So, so good. Oh my god, look at all these adverts. Bloody hell, look at all these different things. Jesus Christ. I love how with the final Nitro as well, they've added it and made it like a special thing where it's all to do with, you know, just the final Nitro clash of champions. I like this as well, where it's coming in with all the different titles that are on. So you just had the US Championship come up and then you have the World Heavyweight title. And then you got, oh, the big Papa Pump, the big bad booty daddy, Scott Steiner coming out. Oh, Scott Steiner's amazing. I love Scott Steiner. My favourite promo of his ever has to be the mass promo. For me, that's the best ever promo ever made. It's brilliant. Yes, it might sound absolute bollocks, but it's brilliant. Oh, 
And here comes Booker T. And you got Booker T coming out. It's a great reaction from the crowd. At, the, at this time, he was still a face. I love the speech that Booker T has. It's a classic theme. I like the fact as well that he had it when he came into the WF as well as part of the Alliance too. That was really cool. Ah, oh, good old Booker T. <laughs> And they're mentioning as well with the sale that it actually happened on Friday and then it took ages. And then even though they're putting over how important this match is, they're also putting over in a sense how important the sale of the company is because something that happened on Friday and it, and it was like, they couldn't really believe it. But then when Vince McMahon appeared on the TV, they were like, actually fucking hell, this is mad. Ooh, there we go. Ooh. Oh, beautiful kick there by Booker T. Ooh. I love the fact you can hear the crowd go woo to the chop, uh, knife edge chop there. I love how much of a taunter Scott Steiner is. He's so good. I love him. He's so funny and brilliant. Ooh, beautiful close on over Booker T. This match has like gone really fast. Oh, another beautiful clothesline. Ah. Uh, Good old proper old school face. Oh no, it's got reversed into a power bomb. Bloody hell! Also, as well, I've I've not watched this show for years because when I was younger, my brother had like a DVD that ended up having this on it. Ah, Deja with a slap to Booker T, and then Scott's on a coming down on Booker. I don't, I don't remember Deja at all. I don't think she ever did anything after WCW. Don't, re don't remember her in the WWF. Oh, bloody hell, that was close. Booker T just uh, moved out of the way from Scott Steiner hitting him when he was at the post with a baseball bat, and that was mad. Going back to Deja, I think she went to the WWE, the one that, that random Australian man created with Vince Russo on him. Oh, I love this beautiful move there and then oh yeah doing the sit-ups oh yeah boy brilliant absolutely awesome stuff by Scott Steiner there pure taunt now you've got um, 
Oh, another knife edge chop there by Be uh, by Scott Steiner. Some clubs there by the two of them between against each other. Ah, oh, beautiful belly to belly there by Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner was brilliant at some of the moves that he would do. They were just amazing, man. I loved his moves. I love the fact here as well they mentioned between the two of them they've been 31 times champion in general like as um, Scott Hudson said like US, WCW, tag team etc that they were putting over their accolades of how tough and how good they are to be able to be between the two of them a champion 31 times. Ooh, ooh and reversal. Booker T back, back with some offence. Ah Scott Steiner Telegraphed that there. Ooh, another reversal there by Booker T. Oh, and a beautiful drop kicky speed um flying leg thing that Booker T just did. Ah. Oh. Ooh, and a club. Ah, oh, Booker T's reversal. Ooh, more strikes. Ah, oh, reversal nope. Ooh, beautiful. Ah. Oh. Is he gonna go for the for the scissors kick? Oh, and a scissors kick there by Booker T. Beautiful. Ooh, beautiful pancake. Oh, Spinneroony. I love the Spinneroony. And a beautiful kick there by Booker. And you can see Booker like taunting and getting the crowd on his side. See what's going to happen. Oh, reversal. Oh, oh. Oh. Dragon Super. Oh, and a kick out there by Booker T. Ooh. Oh, no reversal. Oh. And bookend, and a bookend. One, two, three. And Booker T just won. He's a double time champion. That's crazy, he just won that match. That's crazy. Booker T won. He's another time world champion. This would have been his fifth, uh, his fifth world title. I love that because basically at the beginning of Booker T's theme it's don't hate the player, hate the game and it's just cool when you hear this major music and you can just see how happy he is that he's won. You can now see the replay of what happened where got the and then you've got the agility of Booker T reversing the power bomb into the bookends and then for the win. And the, and the new world champion is crowned. That is Booker T. They really should have had this a bit more longer because they're basically, now it's going to be another break and it's just like, why not have in a sense lingered that even more to kind of do it? Bloody hell, look at these old adverts. 108, 100, 
1800 collect. I'm guessing that's an American company because we never had that over here. I don't remember that at all over here. Look at that. Spin break. Fucking hell. Oh my god, that was um, Disco Inferno. Jesus Christ. Ooh, the different wrestlers there. Oh, that, oh my god, that was AJ Styles. Bloody hell, we look so young here. And you have all the um, bloody hell! <laughs> Look at them putting over one eight hundred collects. Jesus Christ! Ooh, now you got the Night of Champions back up again, emphasising how important this night is. And there you got you a me. promo thing from Vincent Mann. No, 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 believe me. Of all the locations they could choose, okay, they choose their final broadcast to be some, you know, redneck beer joint down at, you know, where, some place in the panhandle of Florida. Now, how appropriate is that? The fate of WCW eventually hands, but Booker T. That was a really weird and quick thing there. Oh! Maybe, maybe with this episode, even though I remember watching this one, I think I probably remember more of the simulcast Raw because of the other stuff that he, he had as well. So maybe a lot of the clips, maybe the double G, double O, double N, double E, gone. Maybe that was probably from Raw is Raw, where the other ones from Nitro are slightly different, maybe. So, but you have in the ring here, uh, two wrestlers. Billy Yang Jang and someone else, I can't remember the other guy's name. And now you've got the other team members of three... It's not... It's Shannon Moore and... I can't remember the other guy's name at all. Okay, it's free count. That's what it was. I thought it was free count. So you've got the other two members of free count because um, Shane Helms left, I think, free count at this time. So it only just became these two. Ethan, Ethan Courageous and him and Shannon Moore, I believe. And now you've got the Filthy Animals where you've got Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman. And it's amazing just seeing how different Rey Mysterio looks about this mask and stuff. He looks so crazy without a mask. I, I, I think the mask suits him so much more. Makes him look a lot more cooler. Oh, I love that. You've got people signing that whiteboard. We originally said Vince sucks and stuff, and it had all the other stuff as well. Yeah, because you've got the drag. Oh, Very quick here, isn't it? Quick starting. Oh, beautiful kick to the back there. That's it, Evan Courageous. That's what his name is. Cheers, Tony to Giovanni. And you've got Evan Courageous there doing some dancing. Oh, beautiful move there. Lovely. And then you've got Rey Mysterio coming in with a beautiful springboard drop kick. Then you see Rey Mysterio coming out of the ring with a nice springboard um, 360 splash. 
yeah. As much as I love Rey Mysterio, ah, oh, beautiful spinning move there. But that's the thing though, that, oh, and another springboard splash as well, bloody hell. This match is very, very quick. Oh, beautiful spinning corkscrew there by Shannon Moore. Beautiful stuff. Now you have Billy Kidman coming through with our shooting star press. Lovely. Oh, lovely move there. Ah, oh, Ray Mysterio with a ah, oh, lovely hurricane runner there by Ray. Oh, spin there to hit the top. Oh, I love the way Ray Mysterio sold that. Absolutely beautiful. Ooh. Oh, beautiful move there. Ah, oh, and Billy Kidman save it for Ray Mysterio. And then you got Shannon Moore coming in. Oh, beautiful move there by Shannon Moore. Ah, oh, bloody, a bit amazing kick there. Oh, beautiful double team there by the Dragons. And you got a beautiful save there by Evan Courageous. So what I was trying to say earlier, oh, there you got a couple of wrestlers in the outside and Billy Kim and, ooh. That's one, that's one of the things that I kind of wish they had a bit where well, they were showing you what was happening on the outside and stuff. I know they want to make sure they show the ring, but they could have at least shown a little bit. And I think that's why, oh, beautiful four, I think a 450 splash? Yeah, with 450. Oh, yeah, then you got Billy Kidman back in. Oh, both Billy Kidman and Evan Craig is going outside the ring. And you got Rey Mysterio about to hit the... Uh, is he going to hit it? Is he going to hit it? Oh, oh, and Shannon Moore blocked it with his foot. Ray missed the Bronco Buster. Ooh, looking like we're trying to do 619 there. Oh, crazy. Ah, oh, brilliant. Oh, then you got Ray Mysterio. Ah, oh, Ray Mysterio with. Oh, Rey Mysterio won it with a springboard leg drop to Shannon Moore for the win. Like I was saying earlier, like, I'm not so much as a fan of this look for Rey Mysterio. I think he looks so much more corded with the mask. Just because it makes it look really uh, mystique, uh, you know, gives him that mystique, sorry. And it's just one of those things that I just love. But you can see here as well, you can see it's Ric Flair versus Sting tonight. And they're mentioning how it's me one more time and putting over how important this match is. But... With Ray, I think he looks so much more cooler now because of the master gives him that mystique. And he just looks so much more cooler and everything else. But I've never I've never really been a fan of him when he got his mask removed. He lost something that makes him a lot more special than he is. So I'm glad he was able to bring the mask back. And they got Vince McMahon back again on the screen. And then you've got Trish coming in. Um... Going through Vince with, with some um, champagne. Oh, 
And then you've got someone apparently open up the champagne. And you've got some other clip as well of January 14, 2001. Uh, and the Super Bowl. Oh, so you've got, this, uh, so you've got like, the back history and uh, so what happened with the replays and stuff of to build up the match that there's going to be having tonight for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship between um, Chavo Guerrero, who is coming out to an amazing theme song, and um, Gregory or Shane Helms, depending on what he's known as at, at this time. I love this song. It's a brilliant theme for Chavo Guerrero. Such an amazing theme. I'm not sure if it's just the atmosphere of the sound of the um, ring announcer, but I just can't hear anything he's saying at all. Oh, and now you've got Sugar Shane Helms coming out with the Shane Helm girls, I believe. So I remember, uh, I remember at the time as well, several years earlier, you had Nitro Girls. So then it's just like, yeah, you got Shane Helms coming out with them as well, doing his thing. Good old sugar Shane Helms. I loved, I, I loved the Hurricane. He's such a good wrestler. Brilliant. This sounds like a, a dub. because it's mad that the announcers have been talking for most night but then they're only quiet through that ooh oh beautiful move love it Ooh, beautiful kick there by Charbo. Oh, and Shane Helms has been um, closing over the top rope to the outside, and they're fight. Oh, back in the ring again. Ooh, beautiful suplex there by Charbo. Sunset flip there by Shane Helms. Oh, some beautiful punches there by Shane Helms. Brilliant stuff. Oh, and a beautiful clothesline. That was a lovely, lovely clothesline there. Oh, knife heads dropped there by Charvo. 
still the United States heavyweight champion. He goes out on TNT's last Nitro with two belts. Oh, beautiful splashed out by Shane Helms. And only a two, though. Ooh. Uh, reversal. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Beautiful T-bone suplex there by Chavo. Bloody hell, that was amazing. Ooh. Some reversals there. Nope. No. Ooh. So that's mad. Look at all that. Oh, bloody hell. And Chavo's an amazing move there. That was mad. Just all that uh, reversal, then reversal, then reversal, then reversal. It just shows just how good these two are. And you can see the referee there kicking out that whatever it was, beaker or whatever it was, out the ring. Ooh. Ooh, some said Fibber. And then you got, um, ooh, beautiful reversal there by Shane Helms, which only got him a two. Only got him a two. Ooh. Twist the world backbreaker there by Shane. Ooh. Oh, nearly there. Miss with it. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, in shoving there. And a super kick by Shane Helms. And Shane Helms. Oh no, he reversed it. Bloody hell. Oh, beautiful Verda Breaker there. Absolutely beautiful move. And Shane Helms with the free and the win. And then you didn't actually have Shane Helms really do anything. Now you've got uh, Team Canada versus Sean O'Hare and Chuck Colombo. And then you've got later on Ric Flair versus Sting. That's the one thing I hate. I hated about this show is the fact that what I remember definitely as well and what I remember from the OSW review of this show that it would just literally just cut to the next thing so quickly they, they same with like TNA a lot of the times is they don't let things breathe like they, they don't give that bit of like but where's the announcement and stuff oh then you got Booker T doing a promo Don't hate the player, hate the game. 
Oh, great promo there. I love that promo. It was brilliant. I love Booker T. He's so good. He's so... Uh, even though he's amazing, he's very underrated. So, ah, oh, here comes my boys. Mike Awesome and Lance Storm. I love Lance Storm. He's brilliant. And Mike Awesome is always amazing. He has, he has such a cool song in ECW. Like, awesome what they say. Awesome, awesome. Feel the pain. Like, be an awesome bum. We go down when I never go home. Yeah, you don't even hear the announcer there talking about it, so I'm not sure if it's the music's been dubbed or whatnot, but like, yeah, it's just so, so bad. And then now you've got this announcing that um, on the promo that Lance Storm is doing, and it's so much better than the ring announced it's weird oh here we go here's the Canadian national anthem oh and you've got a new thing on the whiteboard there saying WCW for life and then you got oh my god another bloody advert what's the blood oh now you got Vincent Mann back with Chish and Steph in the same scene together. Oh, and you got, oh, Michael Cole. Look at that hair. I love the um, jumpery t-shirty thing that he's wearing. No, like, oh, no, it's a jer- no, it's a football jersey. American football jersey. Ah, uh, showing the bravado there of Vince of being able to buy those competition and stuff. And you got the back there saying something sucks, Oxo rules or something. I've no idea what that says. And then you've got him there as well, putting over the simulcast. And now you've got the tag team champions coming out for their match um, against Lance Storm and Sean O'Hare. You've got Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare here. Now, Sean O'Hare is another wrestler who should have done a lot more and this, who has sadly also passed away too. He was great. I loved Sean O'Hare. It was fantastic. Ooh. Oh, beautiful kick there by Sean O'Hare. Ooh. Some double teaming and some chops. Uh, some... Forearms and stuff there, punches and stuff by Chuck Palumbo. Oh, reversal, reversal, and then, ooh. Oh, and Chuck Palumbo caught him. Oh, and a four-way slam. And he then attacking Mike Awesome. Oh, beautiful super kick there by Lance Storm. Love it. 
Oh, beautiful splash there by Mike Awesome. Ooh. Beautiful use of the top tobacco there by Chuck Colombo to stop it. Oh! And a springboard elbow there by Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome was someone who was so wasted in WCW. He was amazing in ECW. Paul Heyman booked him to perfection, made him literally a monster among men. It was insane how good he was booked in ECW. Ooh! Some beautiful knife edge chops there by Lance Storm. Ooh, beautiful move there. Oh, and a beautiful drop kick by Lance Storm. Oh my God, Lance Storm is so, so, so good. I love Lance Storm. He is fucking awesome. Lance Storm has always been one of my boys. I love him loads. What's Sean doing here? Oh, Fireman Slam. Oh, and Lance Storm stopping the count. I love how they even mention the word sports. It makes it sound so important. So that's brilliant. Oh, clothesline. Oh, and another bloody amazing super kick there by Lance Storm. Bloody great stuff. Ooh. Ooh. Missed. Oh, beautiful super kick there by Chuck Colombo. And you've got an. Um, oh, what's Sean O'Hare going to do? Oh, Swanton Barn by Sean O'Hare. And a free for the Tag Team Champions and they retain their titles. And you've got the WWE thing with Charlie Chipple H and The Rock. Brilliant stuff, I love it. Now you've got... That's mad. Now you've got tonight Rick Fair versus Sting. But why was there no mention of the thing? Oh god, it's this match, isn't it? Here you've got uh, Sean Stasiak versus um, versus Bam Bam Bigelow. And my God, oh, here comes Stacy Keebler. Oh, I love Stacy Keebler. She was she was always one of my favourites. Actually, still is, to be honest. She was always what well, she was always my favourite when she joined the WWF WWE. I was so happy when she went back to SmackDown again because obviously SmackDown being blue and stuff. So yeah. Introduce you 
This is such a terrible theme song. So fucking shit. WCW had some great theme tunes, but they also had some terrible ones at the same time. Oh, he was such a bad promo. Oh, now you've got Bam Bam Bigelow coming out. There he is as well with the tattoo thing. Oh, he's someone else as well who sadly passed away, Bam Bam Bigelow. He was someone else who should have been used a lot more and just how he was so amazing back in the day as well. match is so bad <laughs> close on there by Stasiak oh and Sean Stasiak missed that splash and you got Bam Bam Bigelow with a scoop slam Oh, and a beautiful headbutt there as well. You've got Stacy distracting the referee. Ooh. You've got Stacy grabbing hold of Stacey out there. Ooh. Uh, a net breaker and stage act wins in like two in like a minute and a half thank the lord it was only that short because that match was shit and the theme tune as well was just terrible too like why it's just like what the fuck WCW had some weird music oh there you got oh, my boy William Regal talking to Vince this Sunday on <laughs> I love William Regal. He's brilliant. War Games! He's amazing. I love him. He's one of my all time favourites. I quite like this as well because it's kind of showing you the history of William Regal with WCW where he wrestled for them for a year and a bit and he's been mentioning that actually it wasn't really run that well and like Vince are you sure you want to do what, what you're going to do ah oh, here we go DDP love this guy such a great baby face he was Said would never make it. 
that only proves one thing. That if you want it bad enough, and you're willing to work for it, anything's possible. It's not really the promoters who decide who goes over. It's the fans. I love this promo here by DDP. You have that hint of realism mentioned the promoters and stuff, but then you also have that proper like babyface fire of him saying that actually it's nothing to do with the promoters or anything. It's actually to do with the fans and thanking the fans for giving them the opportunity to be to them the WCW version of the People's Champion, and I love it because DDP is amazing. Bang! Love him. Brilliant. And you've got a night champions thing like where they're going to be discussing here and showing you some old WCW world champions throughout the, throughout the history of the company. Mostly more than... Okay, now you've got some more proper old school guys and different people in WCW itself. You know, like the big stars and stuff of who who've wrestled for the company and all that kind of stuff as well all these different people who've wrestled for WCW it's mad isn't it seeing all these different people it's crazy no idea what that was supposed to be but okay Night of Champions. Up next, we've got for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship Tag Team Titles is yeah, and then you got later still to come. Ric Flair versus Sting. Brilliant. I only got another thing back up in Sit Man talking to someone on the phone. And then you got Vince, and then you got the replay here as well of Rey Mysterio winning the match for his team to go on to fight for the um, Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship. And now you got the champions, um, Elix Skipper coming out. I'm not sure if I like that Shepherd Chip or not. It looks a bit weird. I'm not sure. One side of me quite likes it, but the other side of me thinks it looks horrible. It looks pretty cheap and shit. So it doesn't have that feel to it like the other ones do. And here you've got... Who the fuck is this? And there you got... The challengers, Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. And the match has already started. Bloody hell. They really do, like, go all out in this company, don't they? And especially this night as well. It's fucking quick how this was. Our oh, idiot skipper was amazing. He has, for me, my favourite ever, or one of them anyway, TA moments when he uh, I think it was um, I believe it might have been Chris Harris but I can't remember where he 
where he on uh, beautiful double team work there by Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Ooh, and the tag team and and the save there. Uh, but basically, he uh, rode, he walked across the top of the six sides of steel and did a um, like a hurricane move, and it was uh, insane. Just the highest everything they did of that move, it was fucking crazy. The way that he did it all. Oh, watch this. Oh, beautiful move there by the tag team champions. Ooh. Some shot. Oh, some clubs there. Oh, there we go. Ooh. Oh, and a big knee, a big boot there by Billy Kidman. Oh, beautiful move there. Oh, Romeo. Okay, I, I, have, I have a feeling I recognise him, but I don't recognise him that much. Ooh. Billy Gibbon with a alright crossbody there against... Oh, the beautiful spinning kick there by um, Primetime Edith Skipper. And then you got Kid Romeo uh, coming... Oh, and a beautiful drop kick there by Billy Kidman to Kid Romeo. And the sell there by Kid Romeo is fantastic, man. Really good stuff. Now you got... Oh, Billy Kidman with a hot tag there, Ray Ray. Oh, beautiful sent on there by Ray Ray from the springboard. Oh, beautiful tornado DDT by Ray Ray. Love it. Oh, and stopped there by ta uh, Prime Time. Oh, Ray taking um, Kid Ramirez over the top rope. Oh, beautiful move there by Ray and Billy Kidman. Oh, ho, ho, beautiful. Ah, oh, here we go. Bronco Buster. Beautiful double hook, underhook, angel wing looking move there. And then you got Rey Mysterio um, saving it for his team. Oh, beautiful move there by Ray Ray. Beautiful headbutt there by Ray. Oh, and prime time there with another uh, block of rage win and saving it for his team. That was a crazy kind of suplex. Really interesting move, but yeah, crazy. Never seen one of them before. 
Ooh, some moves there. Ooh, some clubs there by Elix to Billy Kidman. Ooh, a reversal. And looks like the... Ooh, and then, yeah. Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio have done it. They've become the new tag team champions. Oh, here we go. Here's a promo from Sting. I love the aesthetic here where you've got all the bats around Sting. Because at this sort of time with the Crow, Sting was very much known for always having a baseball bat with him. Ah, oh, then you got another um, 1-800 advert uh, again, mentioning the combination of WCW and uh, America Online 1-800 Spring Break thing that they did. WCW Spring Break 2001. Some WCW stuff, nice. <laughs> Good old Booker T, love him. And you got the mention of AOL, even though I would probably say a lot of WCW fans probably hate AOL because without the merger and stuff, WCW would probably still be around. Or maybe, maybe not still around, but, you know, might have been a more of a greener, better time, I guess. Oh, now you got a clip of Vincent Man walking down. And then... Talking to one of the security guards, going towards the ring. Ring area and stuff. Ah, oh, here's the main event of the show. And look, here comes my man, the legend, that is Ric Flair. Now, if you guys get a chance to watch it, I know it's on Disney Plus Start over here in the UK, and I know ESPN is owned by Disney, but if you get a chance to watch it, I'd highly recommend the 30 for 30 documentary about Ric Flair. It's a really good documentary, and it's something that I'm going to be doing... Uh, for next month's wrestling of the month so basically it's really good um, it's like makes you kind of really feel for Ric Flair and makes you understand that actually even though he always wanted to be the best ever he could kind of see that when that happened he was kind of losing that bit of his relationship with his family and it's all to do with the whole like you know him growing up and all discussion, discussions of that, his relationship with his family, his relationship with his um, family when he had his own kids and stuff and mentioning the sad tragic news about his son who sadly passed away and how Charlotte then became a wrestler herself because of that and wanted to, you know, support her dad and be like, actually, and now I'm going to become a wrestler myself who actually is, I think... Uh, she's a 10-plus time world champ, uh, world champion WWE. But you can see Ric Flair here, like, talking to the camera and stuff. But it is, overall, it's a really good documentary. I'm probably underselling it 
a lot, but it is fantastic. Oh, and here comes Sting. Oh, and you've got a dubbing of Sting's theme because at the time he came out to uh, Metallica's Destroyed them all, I believe it was. I know, I know, he came out to a Metallica song. I can't remember just what the title song was, but I'm sure it's destroyed them all, or killed them all, or something. But yeah, but here comes Sting. Yeah, here comes Sting. I love that man. Brilliant. Him talking there to the crowd. Good old Sting, absolute fucking legend. I love this um, Crow gimmick. It was such a great gimmick that he had. Brilliant stuff. Oh, here we go. Ooh, there we go. Look at this. Ooh, show sure power there by Sting, and you can see Ric Flair just selling for Sting because you can see and then you know, like him then shoving Charles Robinson Little Nature and stuff it's just amazing just to see just how good these two are and how much chemistry they have as well from wrestling each other for so many years ooh look at that Oh, that was some great... Oh, knife has chopped there by Ric Flair, but yeah, Ric Flair, you can see him raking the eyes a bit earlier to Sting and just how good he is at being the greatest player in the game. Absolute amazing stuff. I love it. Ooh. Sting, there we go. Sting at, oh, attacking Ric Flair here. Brilliant stuff there by Sting. Oh, oh. A beautiful drop kick there. I love this because even though from the early matches you can see the more high flying, all that sort of stuff. I love the fact with these two wrestlers because they have that old school thing. You can see them doing a lot more little, but it means so much more because as much as the other matches were all right, and obviously they had to be quite quick due to the style of the show and what they want to do for the show as well. I like that because it actually made the. Um, like this match more important because you could see them building up the crowd to get them to chant for them you can see the selling of Sting as the great moves of Sting you can see the great moves of the selling as well of Ric Flair and it's just like here as well the tie up there and you got like the proper old school stuff it's just brilliant I love, I love it ooh Ric Flair dodged this jump there by Sting 
<laughs> good old flair styling and profiling I love that man so so good Ooh, and a gorilla press slam by Sting there on oh, just the selling of Ric Flair's back and him getting away and you can see Sting just tossing him and stuff. It's amazing. Oh, brilliant old school face stuff. Ah, oh, yeah, I love that fight. I love that self thing by Ric Flair. It's amazing and you can see Sting. <laughs> Bella there as well absolute great stuff oh and a low blow there by Ric Flair amazing stuff here by these two wrestlers great great stuff oh and a kick there by um, Ric Flair to Sting Chop there. Oh, and another one by Ric Flair. Oh, beautiful knee there by Ric Flair. I love the way he does that, the knee, and then he does like the cartwheelie thing, like roll kind of thing as well. Amazing stuff. So, so good. I love it. Oh, another knife has chopped there by Ric Flair to Sting. Oh. Oh, here we go. And another Grilla Press. Oh, I love this move. Grilla Press Slam. I actually saw Ric Flair. I believe it was when he won... I saw him in the UK back in 2005 actually hit the move from the top rope, if I remember correctly. Don't quote me, don't quote me 100%, but I'm sure that he did, but I can't remember or not. Ooh, Ric Flair with a figure four to the Sting. Bloody hell, look at Sting. Is he going to, is it, well, what's going to happen here? Oh, then Ric Flair using the rope to add some leverage to him. Oh, and Sting kicked out. And you can see the crowd trying for Sting, screaming for Sting and stuff. Ooh. Oh, and you can see the power of Sting, the adrenaline of Sting, and you can see Ric Flair going like, no, 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 it's somebody you can see here as well. Oh, oh, is he gonna turn him over? And Sting turns him over, bloody hell, look at that. Amazing stuff, and you can see this amazingness of Sting turning the, the knee of, from, the, from the figure four leg lock. Oh, look at this. <laughs> no effect at all to Sting. Brilliant Sting here by Sting. Uh, brilliant, like, you know, power and showboatness of Sting and stuff. 
Oh, the flip bump there by Ric Flair. He, Ric Flair can bump for anyone. He's, he's amazing when it comes to bumping. I love it. Oh, bloody hell. Superplex by Sting there to Ric Flair. Oh, Scorpion Deathlock. Is he going to... And Ric Flair taps. Bloody hell, Ric Flair tapped. And you can see Sting pick up Ric Flair. And they give each other a massive hug. Well, that's, that's good to see. I like that. You can see just the love and respect that they have for each other and the fact that WCW is closing. And even though, and you can see them both shake each other's hand as well. And even though you can know that Ric Flair hated WCW, it was more he hated the people who ran the company rather than the company itself because of what he did for it for all those years and what he did for Jim Crockett Promotions and all that kind of stuff. And you can see the two of them showing each other the respect that they both deserve for each other amazing amazing stuff i love it <laughs> i love that's where you could oh here we go now you got it back with vince vincent man Now you've got Vincent Mann coming out to the ring. For this, did they use the um, thing from Raw then to make it sound better? Because I remember when I watched this originally and stuff that it would have said the... It would have had the WCW logo on it. Am I overthinking it too much? I think they might have used the Raw transmission to add to this uh, thing maybe. But yeah, I love this promo. This promo is amazing. Let's just enjoy it. Um, that's quite like that mentioned the whole historic aspect of this promo because it was being shown on two channels at the same time. But it's really weird. The WWF logo just disappeared. That's really bizarre. Don't remember that happening at all. Oh, now it's back again. He mentioned the whole, you know, I bought out WCW. Contract, and I will sign the contract. And I'll sign it this 
<laughs> Amazing. You can hear the crowd being pro WF cheering that because even though Vince is a heel at this time, they still hated WCW enough that they would still cheer for Vince what he's saying now. That's weird that they dubbed out the WWF here, even though they're allowed to use the free initials on the network. Weird. Building up their match at WrestleMania 17, which is still one of the best storyline matches ever. Yeah, the only thing with this, though, even though it was cool to have the whole dream of WCW versus the WF, I felt with Vincent Mann's ego and everything else, they wasted it where they could have done so much more better than they did. Because I remember at the time when they had the first Invasion pay-per-view back in July of 2001, that actually it was the highest grossing pay-per-view that wasn't a WrestleMania. I think it hit nearly 900,000 or just over 900,000 buys because it was the first time ever seeing WWF versus WCW with ECW involved with WCW and stuff. So it was crazy seeing that and everything else. It was mad, brilliant stuff. That is true.
I love this as well because he's got about to mention to the fans different names of who they might want to see in for this WCW thing. Oh, a bit of a mixed reaction there to Hulk. Lex Luger with, with a bit of a mixed boo reaction there to Lex. Oh, Buff Bagger with more of a cheers there, which is crazy. <laughs> And then a bit of like, okay, when it comes to booze. Oh, Booker T with a good reaction. A lot of the fans cheering for him. Oh, Big Papa Pump got a better reaction there than Hulk Hogan, which is quite surprising. And you can hear the crowd trying for Goldberg. Oh, he's mentioning Sting to a good reaction. Goldberg with a really big reaction here compared to everyone else. Vince is so amazing here. I love Vince. He's such a great promo. One of the best in the world. When you can hear the crowd cheer because they obviously don't like Florida then. Ah, oh, I love that. You're fired.
Oh my god, I love Vince. He's such a good promo. I know I can go on about it for so long, but he is so good here. He is just fantastic. Shima Man's music going off. Oh, and there's Shane in Panama City at WCW. I remember watching this for the first time and thinking, what the hell's going on? This was fucking crazy back 20 years ago. Mad. To be a kid again, eh? Here he is, there he is in front of the WCW fans. And you can see the crowd just cheer, being mentioned there where Shane is and stuff. And here you can see the uh, thing of Shane in Panama City, Florida, and you can see the shot of Vince in Cleveland, Ohio. The Simulcast double shot here, it's great stuff. I love Vince's face here. It's just amazing just how he's able to sell so much stuff. Brilliant. Absolute look at his face. I love it. Such amazing. Look at that sell by Vince. And you can see just how like, yep, got one over on you, Vince. Amazing stuff. 
great, great stuff, man. That promo by Vince was brilliant. Shane coming in was brilliant. Just the selling of Vince, of what Shane said and stuff. It's just, oh my God, amazing. You can see Vince as well being like, what the hell just happened? Like what? And you can see from originally the swagger of Vince being like, yeah, I bought my competition. Yeah, blah, blah. I'm going to get Ted Turner to come and do the stuff. And then now you have um, Vince McMahon going like, what the fuck just happened? And now you've got good night and goodbye for satellite from WCW Nitro with the classic theme tune. Oh, I love this theme tune. I'm just going to let this song play. I love it. And it ends. So yeah, so that was the final episode of Nitro. Looking back, it's... You know, it's still one of those things that has one of the most shocking moments ever in professional wrestling. I mean, the fact that the WWF bought out WCW was just insane. And it's just overall, it's just one of those shows that I think if you're a wrestling fan in general, that I think you should go out and watch just for the historic and the iconic nature of the episode itself. And yeah, I recommend it. And that, my friends, was my very special watch along of the final ever night show back on March the 26th of 2001. Let me know, guys, in the comments below what you think about this iconic and historic show and how does it compared for you? Like, do you see it to be as historic as a show as much as I do? Do you feel like as much as me that you wanted the invasion to be a far more better thing than it actually was? Um, and also as well, like, if you would have booked the WCW versus WWF storyline, like, well, what would have you have done, you know? Would you have had it differently? Would you have brought in people for WCW like Hogan, Goldberg and stuff against the WWF of like Steve Austin and The Rock? Like what would you do? And also as well guys, please don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to No Wrestling on all the different social medias, podcasting networks and YouTube too. This has been No Wrestling guys. I've been your amazing host as always, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember, it doesn't read Vince McMahon. It reads Shane McMahon.